You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Friday Funday edition of Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talk and news update. As always, you can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with your ear listening to us, and we thoroughly appreciate it because we know what's going on, not only in the country, but in the world right now. Everything kind of got more, got big, was that Wednesday night? That's when everything turned up, but John Sports got Hickman here along with my co-host, Cody Davis, now, as you guys know by now, the coronavirus has basically put the whole world on halt. Um, you know, here on Locked On Texans, you know, we we're talking about the NFL, but when you take a look at everything that's going on from the stock market to Disneyland is now closed. The nation capital has closed down to the public. I mean, it's just, it seems like, you know, we are in a a movie that... <laughs> As as strange as it might sound, we are in a movie and it's only the beginning. So, I mean, it's just a crazy time. And, you know, it's hard to put this into words because nothing like this has ever happened before. I mean, yes, we have we have had tragic event take place, not only in this nation, but around the world. But, you know, it's always, you know, something where you can pinpoint to. It's always something where you know the cause of. I mean, nobody has an answer to why, when, and how. Yeah, man. And <clears throat> I would just to, like to personally say that I know we joke around a lot on this show, uh, even with the, you know, the coronavirus in the last couple of days, but I always want to end it with, hey, wash your hands. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Take every precaution that you may need to take because the NBA is suspended indefinitely. The MLB has been suspended indefinitely. So is hockey. So has the Big East tournament. So has the SEC tournament has been canceled. The AAC tournament, the ACC tournament, the Big Ten tournament, the Pac-12 tournament, ML, all of these have either been canceled, suspended indefinitely, uh, with weights of further notice. And there has been plenty of NFL teams around the league that has either uh, stop travel, uh, close offices until further notice. Uh, this coronavirus has really taken over, and the best thing we all can do is just take our precautions that we know how. I mean, yes, I say washing hands in a jokingly matter, but that's serious. And limit your contact with whoever uh, that's really not in your household or whenever you're at work, if you have gloves, wear gloves, do whatever you can to protect yourself uh, because we definitely would hate to hear any sad news, especially coming from any of our listeners, about any loved ones or the listeners themselves. So uh, everybody stay safe out there. I also want to let you guys know that the NFL has canceled an annual meeting, um, the HBCU Combine as well. So they had canceled the annual meeting and the HBCU Combine, which I really hated that news because there's a lot of talent in the HBCU circle 
and I hate that they will not get the opportunity to showcase that, uh, which really sucks. But as of right now, the draft is still on. They will not delay their start of the year process. On yesterday, I went to the University of Houston to not welcome, but to see the University of Houston men's basketball team come home. Um, they actually got word in route to fourth work that the American Athletic Conference was canceled. Um, of course, they had to swing the bus back around, head back to Houston. And, you know, just looking at Coach Sampson, looking at Nate Hinton, looking at Quentin Grimes, just looking at these players um, exiting off the bus, you know, I've, I've watched this team worked so hard and they were going to get an opportunity a, a third opportunity to play in March Madness and I really do believe that they had a chance to win the whole entire American Athletic Conference and to see the look on those kids and coach faces it, it was just disheartening you know speaking to coach you know he he's speechless just like everybody else you know this is a guy who has been a coach for what over 20 to 30 years and you know just hearing him speak by saying you know for the first time you know none of us knows what to do and he was like you know it's disheartening to know that the tournament has been canceled but at the end of the day it's what's best for everyone you know it's, it's just disheartening and I, and I mentioned that because yes this is locked on Texans but at the end of the day majority of the people who listen to this podcast are living in Houston and Houston is just about shut down. I mean, you, you saw what happened to the rodeo. The Rockets are not playing right now. Um, the, the, the Astros, everybody was so excited for for them to shut up the, the their naysayers about the whole cheating scandals. Their season has been pushed back. You know, everything has been taken back and put on pause or either just straight out canceled due to this horrible virus. Absolutely. And guys, I want to let you know the great work that Cody does. I mean, if you listen to an episode and it's just me doing a solo show, then that means Cody has done so much work around the city of Houston that it's like, okay, man, go ahead and take a break. I can, I can handle it. You know, working with the Rockets, working with U of H, he's always around these Houston teams. And it, it, you know what? Let me just say something. It really affects him as well because the passion that he has for covering these sports, not only sports, but basketball and the city of Houston, a New Orleans guy who came to Houston by way of Katrina, it just sucks. And this is really taking a toll on a lot of different people, right? Now, guys who work for the Rockets Arena or work for – you know, uh, the U of H basketball arena or the Astro. A lot of these guys who provide for their family, well, they cannot work. And I know Mark Cuban of the Dallas Mavericks, he mentioned how that he alone in Dallas, and I'm sure the NBA at some point will step in and help him out. These guys are billionaires. will help their workers maintain until they're able to work. It's important to make sure, like Cody, it's important to make sure that we go through these proper precautions because this virus is not only affecting NBA players, NFL players, soccer, baseball, higher-ups in these organizations. It's affecting the everyday guy, the everyday woman, the blue-collar people of America. Yes, and, you know, just to keep it 
in Houston. You know, I work for the Sabercats. The MLR, Major League Rugby, has also shut down for the next 30 days. So, And I work with kids. So imagine <laughs> just the every day, oh, my gosh, I hope you don't, you know, overly – I don't know. It's just so many thoughts that may run through our heads now. Uh, but what we're basically getting at is we are with you guys, and, you know, we're going to continue to do the show how we can. This is not a panic episode whatsoever. I mean, it's still Friday, right? And with the coronavirus spreading around, we don't want anything to take your joy. Honestly, you should go probably get a corona and crack back one and just relax, enjoy your family, enjoy some time to yourself, and stay out of people's face, you know, just to be completely honest um, and understand that life does go on but take the precautions that are needed. I kind of want to give you guys, and I say kind of because everything else is surrounding the world right now in sports, but the Texans did retain inside linebacker Dylan Cole, who is due a $2.14 million restricted free agent tender. As we know, Cole is recovering from an ACL in his right knee suffered last season where he only had 16 tackles in 11 games. He is the the backup inside linebacker. Cole has had moments where he has been really important to this team. And as we know, the defense suffers with depth. So I'm happy to see Cole get retained, not at a huge price. We talked about yesterday on yesterday's show who was next to get their uh, contract on the current roster. Did not see this one coming, at least so early. But congrats to Dylan Cole. And now uh, – the question still remains, who's next to get a contract extension on the current roster? I also want to let you guys know, the Texans wants to bring back running back uh, Taiwan Jones and cornerback Phillip Gaines on one-year contracts. So just to make sure that they have some leeway depth chart around this team because the history of how that, you know, does not work in our favor when we do not have guys to step up and replace somebody when they go down yes you know we i'm surprised we are getting basically every name that they're retaining except for the important names that we all thought that that there was going to hit right out the gates i mean laramie tonsil is still dangling out there you know the bradley roby is still dangling out there you know what what are the texans doing What are the Texans doing? How about this? We talked enough about the coronavirus. Let's get back to what the Texans are doing very soon. What started out as what could have been a very easy free agency, they just retained the right players and just fixed up a couple leaks, is now starting to get bigger, in my opinion. You you know how when you know you have, let's say, a leak. In, in, in under the sink and so, and you're like your mom, your wife, whoever it is, is telling you, hey, can you call a plumber? And you're like, no, no, I got it. It just need to, it just need to do this. I just need to do this. I know how to fix it. I know how to fix it. And everything you do is making it worse and worse and worse. I kind of have a feeling that's what's going on <laughs> on 16 and Kirby right now because what they needed to do was just keep a couple players, added one or two, possibly three pieces, you know, do your due diligence for the draft, knowing that it was going to be a very small due diligence just due to the fact that you don't have that many draft picks. 
but now it's a situation where you 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 you, you waving bye bye to DJ Reader. Carlos Hyde is basically out the door. Jonathan Joseph is basically out the door. You know, you have Laramie Tunsil, but yet you still want to continue flirting with Trent Williams. I don't understand that situation. And yet the money that you're passing out is for players where it's like, you know what? I get it. Outside of Darren Fells, I get it. But hey, what about DJ Reader? What about Tunsil? What about Hyde? Like there was other players I would have liked to see them take priority in signing first. That's just my opinion. And here's the thing. I think they're doing the right thing by signing a lot of these guys. Don't get me wrong. We've discussed it before, uh, maybe some time ago, how you bring back key pieces, key guys. Dylan Cole is the guy that you need. We need depth chart. I like the DeAndre Carter signing. I like the Fells and Fairbairn signing. Didn't like the price, but I like them being retained and coming back. I also would like to see Taiwan Jones come back especially with the potential departure of both both Carlos Hyde and uh, Lamar Miller. With that being said, you're fixing a lot of small, you know, here, see, we can fix this. This is small. This is minute. But what about the things that have really, even when they were on the field, you've had issues with as a whole, i.e. your secondary. Why isn't this Bradley Roby deal getting done unless the consensus inside the organization is we're going to go get somebody that is younger who we believe in in the draft? Or we have an eye on a couple of guys in free agency that we would be able to afford for the money that we have once that kicks off, which right now we don't know when that'll kick off because you know what? Let me say this. I personally think that the coronavirus may make everything for the next two or three months virtual, a virtual free agency. We can meet through Skype. We can meet through whatever FaceTime. We can we can draft you, and you'll see your name on the board, but you can be at home in a safe quarantine area. Like you know what I mean? A lot of these things that require that used to require a lot of hand to hand, face to face contact. And we have technology now, and we'll take care of that when we see you. When we see you, we see you. But what I'm getting at is, are you looking at other guys outside of the organization and say, well, you know what? We can bring him in. We like him. Let's 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 play a little bit seesaw. Let's see if we can get one and worry about losing the other if we don't like him or not. And if we that we can bring in for maybe a cheaper rate or the same amount of money. Just at a just for a better player, so maybe that's a the consensus thought right now in that organization. However, what's what's kind of you know was bothering me a little bit more of a concern is just I don't think Bradley Roby is going to command a lot on his contract. I think a lot of these small deals, and I'll go back to the sales and Fairbairn deal. At least three or four million dollars could have been saved on those two deals to make sure that they have extra money to retain Bradley Roby, and we have not seen this Larry Tunsil deal get done. That's the concern that I have right now. I mean, you said it. Bradley Roby is not going to demand too much on his on his potential new deal, but 
who's to say that if the Texans are even working towards a new deal? I feel like I kind of feel like if they had any intentions too, we probably would have heard something by now. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we'll just have to keep an eye out on what the Texans continue to do uh, with their own roster player free agent signings and then free agency, which kicks off, supposed to kick off in about a week and a half, and then the draft is next month. We will continue to keep an eye on all of this. Before I get out of here, I want to say how much the universe just hates Houston sports teams as the XFL has canceled their season, their first season. And who's the best XFL team? The Houston Roughnecks. So in my eyes, the Houston Roughnecks just won the first XFL championship. Congrats, guys. You will. You, it's well-deserved. You have to go through a lot. They brought a championship to the city, in my eyes at least. And with that being said, this has been another edition of Locked On Texans. Once again, please remember to follow Locked On Texans at Locked On Texans on Twitter and Facebook. And also, please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. That's Cody C-O-T-Y D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. John, some sports guy, Hickman, follow me on Twitter at some sports guy. Did not get a chance to be in the studio uh, for yesterday or today's show. But, hey, don't worry. Locked On Podcast Network will continue to move on, at least for the time being. We love you guys, and we just want everybody to stay safe. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, engage, talk that noise. And for the weekend, crack open the corona. Until next time, stay safe. Peace. <laughs>